right. This is our second episode. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we had some issues today, but, you know, we made it work. We made it work, all three of us. We're in a different setting right now, but, and unfortunately, there's no video today, but it's all, all right, good. Big week coming up in uh, the world of wrestling. Yeah. Oh, we actually have a lot to talk about today, so let's just jump into it. So, firstly, what do you want to start with? NXT? Yeah, definitely. I feel like NXT is a great way to start about it, man. Like, what a show. Yeah, you know, I mean. What a couple of weeks so far it's been. Like, we're recording this, I chase the the Friday. Yeah. So, the week after the second episode, the second episode. of uh, NXT on USA. And, man, they started off with a freaking banger, man. Week one, Roddy Strong, Velveteen Dream, Candice LeRae in that Fatal 4-Way. My yeah. gosh. I mean, like, I think our first episode was the, it was literally the day of NXT debut. Right before it, yeah. So, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, let's just, let's just talk about week one recap really quickly. Talk about, I think, what was, what was the first match? Was it the Fatal 4-Way? up with the Fatal 4-Way, The yeah, Fatal 4-Way? Yeah. Uh, Candice. Candice won that. Candice won that. Who was in the match? EO. EO and Bianca Belair. Yeah. And I forget the fourth. Mia Yim, yeah. She was on the TakeOver Toronto, yeah? Yeah, she was. But yeah, I mean, like, I feel like that was actually a really good way to start it off because, um, you know, it was really good for Candice to show her skill set. Like, I remember last week I was talking about how Candice is one of my <laughs> probably favorite uh, female superstars in the world of wrestling today. And then, you know, she really hasn't gotten a chance. She's really been, um, you know, Jardine Gargano's wife for the most part, being that kind of a the character storyline. But um, finally, like, going out there, showing what she can do. Like, she showed it in that TakeOver match at TakeOver Toronto. That was amazing. And then, yo, like, what a She was very, very over on the indies. Like, possibly yeah. the most over female act for a long time. She was doing PWG. Mm -hmm. uh, mixed tags with uh, Joey Ryan. They had hardcore matches with the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. She's, it's finally her time. Uh, hopefully she wins the title. I'm hoping she wins the title. Yeah, so now, and then she wins. So now it's Baszler and uh, Larray on the... Uh, on the show that's going head-to-head -head with AEW, so that's going to be a very interesting scene. So that, that match went out. about six minutes. I was hoping it would go longer, but it was an exciting six minutes. I mean, it was, it was, it was like, fire from the get-go, you know what I mean? Like, it was, like, like the, the, the pace of that match was, like, like I, I was pretty surprised because I, I thought it would be a longer match, it would be more spaced out, but honestly, man, it was what a, what a, what a match. The live crowd was really complaining because in that four-minute commercial break, mm -hmm. they did nothing. Mm-hmm. So we're going to see how the crowd reacts. I expected them to be hot for week one, maybe yeah. even week two. Next week, too, because it's pretty much a takeover card. Right. Okay, yeah. But what, what I'm going to say to that is the crowd, like, the as an NXT fan, and, I, and keep in mind, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown, like, live on a weekly basis, but um, the commercial breaks, like, especially on, like, a work-rate-heavy show, it kind of takes away good. from it. Huh? Yeah, it's not good. It's not, yeah, it's not good at all, man, honestly, because it just, it really takes away from the match, especially that, um, the next match we're going to talk about, the, uh, the Riddle and, uh, Velveteen Dream match, you know, that... Strong. Roderick Strong and uh, Dream. Oh, sorry. My apologies. Whatever. Strong, strong and Dream match. Strong, yeah. Got the superstar wrong there, man. Dude, whatever, man. R Riddle, but, Roddy, uh, same shit, you know? <laughs> the Roddy and Riddle... The Roddy and Velveteen... <laughs> Roddy and Riddle, right? Roddy, Roddy and, and Velveteen Dream match. I mean, I... I mean, what do you guys think about it? I like the match. I don't get a lot of I about feel that. like there, there could have been more potential to obviously you know, go longer, and... I, no, it was actually a pretty long yeah, match. Uh, yeah, it did go long, but I, I'm a huge Roger Strong fan. Like, and we know massive. that And we know that he, there was more potential there, to that Yeah, match. this could have been way better. Uh, Dream didn't come off as good as he has in, in the previous few, matches. In the previous yeah, matches. there was something off with him. Uh, I think the pacing of the match was a little too slow, yeah. which I don't like at all. It's, yeah. it's not what... What excites me, it's not what gets me to it matches. It it doesn't it takes away a lot yeah. from it. Like it had it had their spots. It had the spots, obviously. Like um there was I'm trying to think of the spots right now, but obviously like there was the backbreakers that Roddy always does. He right into the apron in, in, yeah. the, in the in the apron. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, a few spots here and there. They're obviously like really good. But overall the match, I could see it it was a good match. I'm not gonna say it was a great match. It had potential to be a great match. Uh, but I want to hear yeah. you guys' uh, opinion on the finish. But uh, okay, what I'll what I'll say before we get into the finish of that was um, it was know, terrible. It, I mean, okay, okay, be, 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 once again, once again, before like yeah, I know you guys are saying how like um, Velveteen didn't look as strong as he did, and I don't know how much credence this is, but like um, you know the WWE. No, I thought that was the issue. They they didn't make strong look as strong. 
Yeah, I mean, no I, pun know, intended. I know, I know, but okay, yeah. I yeah. hate non-clean finishes, even when, especially for title matches. You want to do it on right, week, you want to do it on weeklies to build up stuff. No problem, because like, I'm not invested into weekly as much as a real. Imagine you're watching a sport, a real sport, and on a weekly basis, people cheat. Like, it just <laughs> just takes you out of the match. But this isn't this isn't like hockey or something, man. It's a sports. I know people are man. used it's to it, but I watch a lot of New Japan, and the crowd riots if there isn't a clean finish. What I'll say that I'm like, listen, if you have you know the undisputed like era like uh, circling the ring, what do you expect, bro? Like even if, if, look at like uh, Johnny. Why Gargano not book them just as a strong team? Huh? Why not just book them as a strong team? So when you have a guy like Gargano, okay, finally but, overcome but it. Gargano looks even stronger as well as a result. But this is this is also a thing, you know what I mean? I feel like um if. Velveteen straight up lost clean. What does that do for Velveteen Dream? You know what I mean. It makes him look strong when he gets the title back. I, but okay, but then at the, at the but then I don't know, man. I don't know if you, if you I don't think he, like the right idea is for him to get it back right away. I think the right idea is to have strong hold on to it for a while and have the undisputed era like reign for a decent bit. You know what I mean? But the, the one thing I like about this because it sets you can up do that both. rematch. You can do both. It sets up that takeover style rematch when it's just Velveteen and Roddy. No one there out of pay per view. Okay, and that, I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch that match because Velveteen got screwed over. That builds to the story. I'm like, all right, let me see if Velveteen can get it back without those guys in the ring. We will agree to disagree. I think Strong needed a, <laughs> Strong needed a clean finish. He's booked as probably the weakest member of the Undisputed Era. He needed that clean win. He needed to cement his place as a champion. I, I, don't, like, I don't like it at all. So what, what would you give it? Well, Are we going to do star ratings for every match? Not a star rating. Yeah, I guess. Uh, let's do star ratings. Are we allowed to break the five-star scale? Are we going to do a Meltzer here? <laughs> let, let's go to six. We'll go to six. All right. Six, uh, six I would say uh, for this match, 3.5. 3.5? I, 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 so. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. 3.5. Like, it had the spots. It has potential to do better. What would you I mean, do honestly, I don't, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I think that's a, that's a solid four-star match. I was fairly invested in it. I popped like a bitch when <laughs> Roddy won that, man. You can tell he's an NXT mark. <laughs> All right, so Some what else was on that card? Okay, um, the next match. Oh, this is a good not one. Not the this next one, but like the main event of the card, right? Um, no, no, there was one. There was one. Oh, the cruise. We had the cruiserweight match. Leo Rush's return. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this yeah. is very interesting. So personally, like I know, you know, Leo has had a lot of issues outside the ring with WWE. A lot of people saying he's a, kind of sort of like a nuisance backstage or whatnot. But, but the issues. The end, it's very small issues. Yeah. That the wrestling world blows up because we know why. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly speaking, though, like I, I, I personally really enjoyed that match. I was very surprised to see Leo back. Like I don't know if this was hype. Maybe I wasn't quite aware of it. Uh, Meltzer leaked it on Twitter an hour before. Uh, okay, well, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I mean, talking about, I'm talking about days or anything. It wasn't like it wasn't like a very hyped up match. You know, going to the card, but um, Oni Lorcan, very hard worker. You know what I mean? So like right away, Oni is definitely great. Strong Twitter game. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. He and has one of the best Twitter games. Yeah. Ever. Oh yeah, I haven't seen his Twitter, really but good yeah. Twitter game. I, like I rate it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the thing I really like definitely a follow. <laughs> definitely, yeah, definitely follow. <laughs> Don't kill me. Um, the thing we really like about him though, it, he's, a, he's a he's a great worker, but it's it's really hard. He's, he's kind of like an in betweener kind of guy. Is he a two five guy? Is he an NXT guy? Like I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a tough list. Like at the end of the day, we like obviously we know that this guy can like the company knows he can work. Mm -hmm. But he's one of the best move sets yeah, in the entire company. Exactly. It's just a matter of putting him into a solid storyline. That storyline yeah. that he had with Gulak wasn't bad. But yeah, yeah. Again, this match that he had mm -hmm. with Rush. Man, what about that? That the springboard stunner. Springboard stunner. Damn, man! Oh I, my I love God. Rush's move set. It's so, it's so good, man. I it's didn't fast pace. Yeah, the only so I I was like, okay, he as soon as he jumped off the rope, I thought that um, he'd miss. Yeah, because he was a bit further He's back. Far, yeah, yeah, but he he got it, and it was like a solid move. I love playing with Leo in two K. Yeah, he's so <laughs> fast, man. Like, any any button you press, he does some crazy shit. <laughs> But the one thing about that is, like, I, one of my favorite spots about that match, I think I popped for the most, was that uh, the standing, um, the uh, standing Spanish fly. That oh, was so good, yeah. man. I'm like, this is a very good TV match, you know, at the end of the day. And I'm like, it's like, um, a lot of people say, oh, these are, like, good previews for 205 Live. But, you know, as we talked about before, I believe, um, or as, like, um, you know, a lot of speculations going around that 205 might be integrated into NXT, which I believe is a very good idea because no one watches 205 Live, and those guys bust their asses way too much to be overlooked like the way they've been overlooked because they put on, like, some, like, crazy matches. Look at guys like Ali, look at guys like Buddy Murphy, look at guys like Cedric Alexander, right? You see, like, them finally getting their shots on the main roster. Where do they start up? I, you know, busting their asses in 205, man. 205. Heart and souls of 205 right there, and I hope Leroy Rush, I hope Leroy Rush captures that title. Um, you know, and brings it like um, 
more prevalently to NXT. And side note, I really hope they change the goddamn belt because that purple thing is so ugly, man. Just put a black strap and you're done. It's one of the best belts. Exactly. I don't know why we do purple. Yeah, I mean, black, I don't know, maybe black and gold. I don't know, I don't like purple silver. Purple was like, really the, like, silver it's like the color for cruiserweights. They had, remember when they used to make yeah, the ropes yeah. purple? They had the, exactly, but that, that's the thing, you know what I mean? Like, that make it, like, so separate didn't really work out. Yeah. All right, Um. so overall, good match. Good match. Uh, we're going to start. It's not a title match, but I guess it's four star. Four it was, star. It was fun. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I kind of enjoyed it, like, like the, the actual match quality-wise, I enjoyed it a little bit more than Riddle and, uh, uh, why keep saying Riddle? Roddy and, uh, Velveteen, right? But obviously, I, I like. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like, I'm a huge NXT Mark. Love Dennis Pedera, so I like that match a little bit better. I'd give this match probably a four star as well. All right, now we're moving on to Riddle. Now we're moving yes, on to the finally. next match, the Street Fight, which. Uh, well, now this is, is from week one. This so this is, is the one, one that ended in no. Con- we should actually talk about. Uh, Rush won the match, so he's uh, that was a championship opportunity match, right? For yeah. a cruiserweight title, they said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay, That's well, going to be good. What show is that going to possibly be on? NXT? I am really hoping... I feel like the right call for this match would be to put on NXT because if we put the number one title match... A number, uh, for the number one contender match, sorry, on NXT, it'd make the most sense to put the actual title match on NXT. Where else I don't think 205 is going to live that much longer. So the current plan is for 205 to move after yeah. SmackDown still. Exactly. Uh, but apparently that's temporary and they might shut it down. Uh as a fan, if the crowd is hot, it would be better at 205 because there'll be no commercials. So you get a full match. Hopefully they main event it. But That's true. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to be hot for that after SmackDown. Especially that SmackDown. No, I, I the totally next agree. three are like huge. Because the SmackDown's going to be crazy tired. and then the crowd's going to be super tired. If you remember when we went to, uh, when Raw Smackdown came last year, I went with you. And then you, we saw, like, after, um, after it wasn't even a great It was empty, show. and that's strong. We, yeah. we literally walked down to the front, and we could literally watch that match from the front seat like nothing. And that, that main event of that show was a banger. It was, uh, uh, I think, Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto. It was really good, man. It was a really good match. Yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, you know what? Like, these guys work so hard. Like, they should be better, put on a better platform. So I agree, NXT is probably the way to go. I think they should have been moved to Full Sail a year ago. They should have been. They de- that's actually a very good point. Like, you know, if they had, like, their own show... Right, I mean, which to the credit or, or that period where they went before SmackDown. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, you don't get the crowd hot for that the was match. great. Yeah, because yeah. then the crowd, like, but the ad, by the end of the show, crowd's dead. They're they're gone. They're gone. Okay, so street fight ended in a no contest. We had pretty much the entire roster. Dude, I love that. I don't out know what there, you I that was great. That. Yeah, my favorite part of that match when they went the back. See, in a match <laughs> like that, sure, do a no contest, no yeah. problem. Don't do it in a championship. Freaking match. Walter, bro, this guy's just chilling in the back, and then you yeah, know, he just gets pissed off because the nuisance. Kushida randomly jumps in. Dude, I love it, bro. Oh, we're, we're gonna talk about this in a bit, but Walter and Kushida, we're gonna talk about this a bit when we go to the we next. We have week opinions too. on this. We have opinions on this, but uh, but no, like that was a great, that was a great fight. It's straight up like a street. Fight. That's what it was. Any and no contest that which set up um, the following week um, main event for the NXT title. And these guys just have really good chemistry together. Yeah, no, they really do. Like, I feel like Killian Dane's very underrated because Killian's like, yeah, like I, I don't know if you guys know, but he lost quite a bit of weight. You know, coming back. I disagree. I have no interest in Killian Dane right now. Really? What? No interest in Killian Dane. He, his entrance is generic. His moveset is generic. There's nothing unique about him. Like, I don't know. I his character is pretty unique. I, okay, character-wise, I'm like I understand what he means. Like it's a pretty generic character. He's just like he's the Belfast brawler. I think that's what he's going by. Uh, so he's just, he's just a guy who just kicks ass. You know what I mean? If you know, if you like know like the whole city, like history about that city. Um, but the thing is, like the guy, the guy, he, I don't see many guys with his look doing the kind of things that he can do. His move, yeah. You know, he he kind of reminds me of Vader. You know what I mean? I know he's a Vader bomb, but somebody kind of reminds me of. So yeah, he does those moves. He doesn't do them well. He doesn't mark. Come on. He doesn't like do them like well. So this week he did the three. Remember the three. Uh, three Vader drops. Bombs. Vader bombs. Yeah. Was it Vader bomb? Yeah. So I think that's what. That's what it was near the t- in the riddle yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, near yeah. the turnbuckle. He jumped on him three times. That was so s- like slow is fine on that because it builds emotion. But yeah, that had like no heat. I hate the word heat, but that had no heat. It didn't. F- he did it once. He did it twice. He did it three times, and like it wasn't like he wasn't selling anything it was it was quite bad like i think of a tanahashi doing he does those a lot like where he does I three mean, moves at the same time yeah. and by the third one the crowd is insanely hot for him yeah and over here it just felt like a guy doing three moves i know but i don't know personally it's just like yo when you see, like when you look at a guy like him it kind of reminds you of like a guy like body type wise snitsky mike knox these guys that didn't do jack he's probably, hall yeah he's quite career. bigger and more athletic yeah more but than, this is a different time i don't think he has that time but look at um 
the uh, I don't know what to call him, Eric Ryver. I don't know who he is right now, but on um on the Viking Express War Raiders experience, like yes, yes, you know what I mean, like uh, that guy that's that big that can move like that, you know what I mean? And I know, so, yeah, so you have guys like that, and you have Riddle and Dijakovic open the show. They're also big guys. You mean the, but they the move. Yeah. What his name is? Everyone, no, but you no. You said you said <laughs> Rook. You're saying Riddle. Say Riddle? Yeah, it's Riddle. Matt Riddle. I would love to watch that match. Riddle and Dijakovic. Holy shit. But um, um, yeah. But yeah, you have those big guys doing those moves much better, and that means Dane doesn't stand out. That's not a unique thing. He does those moves. He just doesn't do them as well. Fair I want to see more power bombs from him. I want to see more suplexes. Either is and definitely. I want to see a little bit more pace. But this is one of the first like uh, singles reigns he's had, like you know, like singles because he's been part of Sanity. Not doing. He jam. was intense as part of Sanity. He was, and I feel like yo, it takes time to build back that character once again. But that's true. They did do a number on him, but oh gosh, Sanity, destroying man. Sanity. No man, like I feel so bad. Like yo, y'all can Sanity be the new Wyatt family? What's the difference? They're so good, you know. And what's happening to Ey now? Ey's not doing anything. No one's seen him in years. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't he not like the leader? Yeah, he was. Of the group, too. So we have Nikki Cross's tag champion. Wolf is part of Imperium. Dane is on his singles run. And the leader, the best of them all, is doing fuck all. <laughs> doing fuck all. Job me out and freaking All right, so that was week one. That was week one of NXT. We set up Dane and Riddle for the week after, which the show we just saw. On this Wednesday, uh, and that is for the for a championship match, right? So let's get into week two. We open up with uh, Lee and DiJack. What are your thoughts on that, dude? I am a big fan of these two guys. I've yet to watch a PWG match that was like five stars, um, but PWG match was so much better. Okay, obviously, right? These are TV matches, but like you know, they're building. I feel like they're building up to perhaps takeover match because this is the third meeting between the two. I think uh, DiJakovic took the first one. Uh, second one was a double count out. This, this, yeah, this, this this was Lee and Dijak three. Or Lee uh, got the upper hand. And I'm like, I just love seeing these guys move. They're two huge. Done that match in NXT three times. Yeah, three. Yeah, three, on three on three Way tapings. To kill the freaking. No, Aurora, not man. at all. Not at all, man. I I I, I disagree with you there because I feel like each time I watch that match, I like. I thought the it was. This was a second. Third time. The, each because I feel like the that sucks, dude. No, man. The, the way the, the way they've been hyping it up, like whenever I see, oh, it's gonna be Lee Dijak, Dijak match. Like the matches, they keep it so fresh. Like if it was like, okay, let me compare it to another match. Like what do you I mean? Went under ten minutes. What do you mean? No, no, I'm. I'm, like good I'm saying like what like the actual match quality stuff was. It's, it's different. It's not the same stuff. Rerun, re rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Look at freaking Seth Rollins sure, and yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Freaking facing off a hundred times with the same goddamn match. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not something I like. You know, I got drawn out, but I would never get tired of this. I'm like two really good guys going at it. Like, the destroyer spot. Dude, the Canadians. Yo, I don't know how. Spot was hell. great, but he kicked out. I don't know about kicking out from an avalanche Canadian destroyer. Keith Lee, bro. Freaking basking his glory, man. He's, he's insane. Like, Keith Lee's booked to be strong as hell. But he shouldn't be kicking out of that. I don't I don't like it. What do you guys It think? was off the top rope, too, right? Yeah, I it mean. It was off the top that, rope. But then, that, that brings the whole move. Like, when, when was the last time you saw Canadian destroyer in a match? I know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. No, they wrestling wrestlers have been spamming the Canadian destroyer in the last six months. But he did the destroyer, and then the guy just he like stood back up. Yeah. Right after. No, no, that was uh, he kicked out, but the stood back up. That was a different spot. That was, that was a, a different spot. That I was, that was a, an avalanche too. That was off the top rope. He just dumped, jumped on him. That oh. was, we'll talk about that as well. But no, the destroyer he kicked out, and then uh, he went. Another big problem I had with this, and uh, so we went to commercial, and I think Lee had the upper hand. We come back from commercial. And Dijakovic had the upper hand. The upper I hand. do not like that at all. Like what happened during that time? Exactly. What do you guys think about it? Because uh, over the last, they, it was for a long time. WWE didn't used to do that, where you come back and the other guys. And the leading. other person has for the, the last year ish. They've been doing it a lot. Yeah, they've been clipping I don't, it. Yeah. I don't know. Like the thing with it's that is not hard. To if you're gonna do. go on commercial break, like the way they what WWE does is when they do the commercial breaks, right? They usually have like like a face or someone that like will pop the crowd and then it'll just go to commercial break. But they won't go to commercial break during like a heavy spot. You know what I mean? No, I and especially agree. like flipping it, flipping the script because before you go to commercial break, you have the crowd into what's going on at the moment. And then when they when you come back from commercial break to have it flipped I don't know. I like, feel like I just missed a big chunk of yeah. an important part of the match. It's exactly imagine you're watching again you're watching sports, the Leafs are leading, you come back from commercial they're down to one. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I don't like it at all. I the thing with that, but I feel like that's a double-edged sword. You know, what I mean? how we were talking about before about how 
the full cell live crowd where they were like really pissed off because the commercial breaks just full of chin locks and headlocks. And then when they came back on camera, then they can hear the story. Because at the end of the day, you know, like you're gonna piss off somebody. You're gonna piss off either us being the uh, crowd that watches on TV or the you know the actual live crowd. But they did both. What do you mean? No, no, I, I know. They, they flipped who had the advantage, mm-hmm. and they, I'm not, I'm not sure about this, but they very likely didn't. Fuck no, I don't think the, so. I don't think so. I, 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 I'm not, uh, I don't remember too. For too a long well, time, I, they, it used to be a rule that you don't do this at all. You don't come back from commercial and have the other guy. But then they, they the recap, did it not in this match what happened during the commercial breaks? I know they did that for sure remember. for the main event. For the main I event, the real match, they did. Because that was, they couldn't It happened a lot through the show. Uh, yeah, it happened to the Riddle and Dane match as well. It happened a couple times during this match. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it happened a significant amount, and that's part of what you were saying, where the commercials take you out of the match, and this is kind of why, I think. Yeah, I know. It's, again, commercials, once again, double-edged sword. This is the issue of going live on a show that their main draw is that, okay, we're going to put on good storyline-based heavy matches. But you can ha- limit that a little bit by not having the... I mean, hey, man, we're plugging NXT right now. Next week, TakeOver. Limited commercial Limited interruptions. Commercial. They've been plugging we'll that like that. crazy, man. I wonder why they chose next week Dude. to have all this. Oh, man, no idea. October 2nd. We'll see. What else could be on that day? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess got to clear my calendar and see what's going on. Yeah. Got to see what's going on in the wrestling world. So, overall, that match was a good match. Really good match. Really good match. I like that. Obviously, there's some cons with the, with the commercial. 3.5. And, and the spots. You're going to give it a 3.5? I'm going to give it a solid 4. I, I'd give it a 3.5 as well. It's pretty short. That's, that's, all, that's the only thing I took away from it. Because I felt like, I, as it was well said, I, it, we missed like a big portion of that match. Yeah. And by the time we came back, I felt like I missed the whole middle segment. And went straight to the climax, and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but I, like throughout the match, I like the storytelling. These guys, like, I think they were doing like trash talk. I think this at had a point. lot of potential. Yeah, they were. This had a lot of potential if it was t- ten minutes more. Should have been a twenty minute match. Yeah, great match to start it off. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't. But yeah, I so think at the end of this has to be a takeover match. You know, maybe if for it to have actually a big payoff. Yeah, I would not one end one. there. I would not end it right now. That's what I was saying. I was very disappointed they've done it three times because it should first time ever on a takeover. Just do the PWG match. No, the reason being, I think, because um. Because they had to build up a reason why to have the third match. Okay, you have three matches. One, you know, the... Um, that's a Dad very WWE style I know, thinking, I know, I know, that's I know. Not, I don't like uh, it. But I'm just telling you how it is. Like, you know, like, um, Lee it, won the first one. Uh, not Lee, sorry. Dajak won Yeah, it is. One. Second match, draw. That's what they do. Third match, yeah. uh, uh, Dajak won. So the, the blow-off match is not going to be on, on, a, on a regular taping show. It's going to be on a... On a Imagine if match they did Omega Okada... Twice okay, for 10 I know, minutes this is to build up the Tokyo Dome. But these are guys that you got to build up somehow, right? How else are you going to build them up? By, by having matches? a great first match. I think the first match was pretty good. First match was pretty good. Yeah, in PWG. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. All right, Um, move on to the next match. Before that, there, there was a... Sh- I don't know if you guys watched the Street Profits promo. Oh, but yeah, Street Profits, their promo has just that been... That was sick. Actually, I didn't... Was it the one that, like... um. They set up their 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 match next week with uh, Undisputed. With yeah, Undisputed. With the tag titles. Yep. Exactly. That was. I don't remember it, but I remember I got it pretty hyped. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, no, that's no, no, what no. they do. Street profits. No, no, no I feel I you because it, it was actually it was actually really good because like um the fact that they're on like uh, being two time tag champions. If you look at NXT's history, like you know how many um two tag teams ten. have won the titles more than once. You know, off the top of my head, honestly, I I know it's Undisputed Era. I don't know who else won it more than one time. Right before getting called up or whatnot, so this is really this is really good because this um this made me quite happy because I know for a fact if they were fully being called up they'd be used as a pure comedy sort of based on and I was really happy to see them like oh hell yeah they're back or I'm not sure they ever left I don't know if you can count it as that but they're gonna be back in NXT for the titles. I think uh, they were gonna leave but then the USA deal happened. Yeah, no, no, I think you're right. I think so you're right. they're staying there and then which they're on Raw to just kind of promote NXT. That's fine. That I think that's the best way to use them. And I think the other thing they might be doing promos in Raw is they just I think WWE is just trying to get a feel of the street profits from the crowd and and see what's good. But I I mean obviously I think it's that something new, yeah. They're 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 pretty over in NXT. They're good. obviously like they they can move. They're really good promo style. So yeah, that was really good promo segment. So we'll move on to the next match. Is it Tanera and Dakota Kai? What happened to her last name? She had her last name. Taken off. Oh, really? Tanera, yeah. I forgot what her last name was. Yeah, she, I just put her first name because I was lazy to type. I'm pretty sure it's still Tanera Conte. Is it not? Uh, no, when they introduced her, they, 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 they just said, they just said Tanera. Really? Yeah. That's Triple H does that too now. Okay. <laughs> we got to check that. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, it was Dakota Kai's return. Yeah, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what I heard. <laughs> uh, it was her return. She was quite emotional. She's quite over. Uh, what the fuck was that finisher? <laughs> 
she, she did the it was a kick. GTS, but really bad. Uh, you, it's not. It's it's, it's it's not the GTS, bro. It's, it's called, called the GTK. Go to kick. Come on, you don't pay attention Wait, to Mario Ronaldo. I thought it's called TTYL. Whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I'm pretty sure it's GTK. It was called something different, but uh, it was definitely a GTS. But the person landed. She hesitated for a second, and then kicked her, kind of in the face. Kind of. Kind of. It's her first match. Uh, I guess we'll give her. This yeah, one. we'll we'll give her the benefit of the doubt. Uh, okay, but it was, we know she's a good worker. But uh, sure, sure. Come on, yo, you guys are terrible. Oh you guys are no, I like her. No, no, no. Hold on, you guys are terrible. Because okay, first of all, it's called. It wasn't. It wasn't supposed to be a GTS straight up. If it was a GTS. That would have been a really terrible GTS. It's literally called the GTK. GTS would have been so much better than what the fuck that was. <laughs> yo, I'm telling you Damn. as well. Dakota Kai, she's the next big thing coming out. The next big uh, women's superstar coming out of WWE, uh, out of NXT. Because she reminds you of like a Bailey, someone who's just extremely lovable. And like at being an NXT mark. I Everyone, hope she doesn't become a Bailey though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, in some respects, Bailey and NXT was very good. So she yeah. was extremely over with the crowd. The thing was, like, I don't know if you guys know, but she had a very big knee injury that uh, you know really hampered her process for yeah. being on TV. So she came back from that. Like she was literally almost crying as she came out. Like the crowd was cheering "Welcome Back" before her music even stopped. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that shows how big she is. Over no, no, I was just giving her shit in her match. But no, <laughs> I, I definitely agree. She's. She, she beat Seth Rollins really bad in one of the up, up, down, down oh, yeah? videos. Yeah, and bad. since then, I just love her. Beat him in his uh, back. Yeah, she's great. I hope she gets pushed. She will, 100%. Okay, so that was a short match, so we'll just keep it short. Actually, before we continue, uh, Lee versus Dijak. Keith Lee won with his new finisher, the Big Bang Catastrophe. Or as I like to say, Keith Lee won with his BBC. <laughs> 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 Yo, what? <laughs> I was really sad. I forgot to say that while we were doing the match, so I had to get it in there. You had to get it in there. <laughs> just came back with that plug. Don't kill me, man. Come on, man. Big <laughs> Yo, man. Totally a coincidence. Yeah, I think totally. I think so. I, I I know Keith's a big anime fan. I thought it was like a big attack. I really attack one of the commentators say Dude, that, Dude, it's not a coincidence. Relax. It's yeah, definitely it's not a coincidence. definitely not. I really I hope one Keith of the commentators Lee. say that, though. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> <laughs> NXT TakeOver. Keith Lee's about to pin Adam Cole for the NXT he Championship. He just hit him with the BBC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, guys, we're literally like, oh we're 12. My God. <laughs> Yo, this is this is great, man. This is some great stuff. Okay. So I think you guys want to move on to uh, Riddle and uh, Dane in that yeah, uh, this is event. Yeah, this number one contender street fight. Dude, this, I absolutely love this. And, and I'll tell you I'll This tell is you just one a thing. straight up brawl. Like, these guys just like... He fought at the bear in the crowd. It was really good. And the one thing I really like about this was like the fact that we're talking about the commercial breaks. So like this, I remember 100% because when they ca- when they came back from commercial breaks, they showed what happened, what we missed. I think uh, Riddle like went off with a kendo with stick. A kendo, yeah. Someone went through a table as we came back. It was good. It was it messed with the flow, yes, but it wasn't to an extent that it was like, okay, it took away from the match, I think. And they didn't switch momentum, did they? No, right? They did, but they showed it, what happened. Uh, f- one thing about this match, I liked it a lot when it was in the ring. And then when they went out, it was still, it was cool stuff. But the match going on right in the ring, like before they had their whole street fight, was actually quite good. And I kind of wish this was just a straight up match. Because Riddle's offense was really good and I was getting into the match. Riddle's like, he's strong. Like, did, did he not hit him with the Alabama slam? Yeah. Like, yeah. he hoisted this guy up. Riddle was legit him. MMA. Like, yeah. legit. Like there was, was a, actually a picture the other day of uh, him and John Jones were in the same, like, tournament. Yeah. He was first, John Jones was third. What? Yeah, so Riddle's quite good. Yeah, and um, I don't know about you guys, but when I was watching the match, I'm like, if these guys go outside, and this, you know he like wrestles barefoot? Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, what's going to happen? I really <laughs> want to see a, like, a match where someone just attacks, kills his feet. His feet, exactly. But they played into that. I think of the Cash Zono thing. Um, they played in that, and as well with the, I think that takeover, or not the takeover match. Did you have a match with uh, Pete Dunne? Did he do that as well? Maybe, maybe I'm being mistaken there, but they, they use the feed. I don't think it was in NXT. Maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. Uh, but no, overall, that match was very good, and I really like the finish of that match, especially with the Fujiwara armbar. Um, it really, really brought... Because the whole UFC thing has been talked a lot as well. I think when you're talking about the... Um, uh, when so, Some moments of the match when Killian Dane was like screaming, you can hear him like through the, the things like, what, you're a UFC fighter? I don't see Jack. Yeah, the beginning of the fight was very uh, a lot of MMA stuff. Yeah. The knee strikes and everything. Yeah, and then he transitioned to the wrestling moves, which were like, again, again. Yeah. Riddle has a great offense. Yeah. And then we had the they went into the street fight. Did that spot through the wall. That was good. Uh, and then Riddle won with the bro mission, I believe. No, 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 no. It was uh, it was the Fujiwara armbar. 
Yeah, the armbar. Okay, yeah, I just have he tapped out him out. Okay, so Riddle versus Cole next week. That's gonna be a good match. You guys think Riddle wins? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. I don't think Cole's. I don't think Cole's dropping this title anytime soon. Not I think anything. it's gonna be a hell of a match. I think it might be a little bit of a spotty finish, maybe with UE involved. Um, it might be Bilal's favorite. Uh, you know, an uh, a non clean. If finish. it's a non clean finish, someone is getting it. I'm gonna, <laughs> you'll, I'll scream next week here. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the the card that's about to come? The, the, on the show that's going to go head to head with AEW, and you know, from a from a person that really enjoys, you know, AEW, person that really is really excited about AEW, I'm not gonna lie, it, it, it makes me think twice about what I'm gonna watch because you uh, what? Okay, like I'm. You are watching AEW. I will most likely tune into AEW. Try to no, avoid you spoilers. Are not most likely, you are watching AEW. But I'm gonna. What I'm gonna say is like, dude, come on, on TV. Any titles change hand here? Um, the women's oh, you know that's actually a very good question. I don't think any chance will change. I think uh, women's title maybe. I would hope I can so. Guarantee you one thing: there won't be a single dirty finish on the AEW show. Yeah, I know, but like the AEW show, like we're we're gonna get into the AEW show. But I'm like, yeah, I, we'll feel get like into I feel like the totally uh, a coincidence, by the way, that there's a takeover. Yeah, I mean, sh- how? Like, I can't believe they. WWE's not worried about AEW. Absolutely not. AEW competition. Absolutely not. Are they worried at all? Absolutely not. They're just a piss out company, you know. Okay, next we had uh, Rhea Ripley versus uh, Carter. This was a two-minute squash, and we had a lot of those this week. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of squash matches going on, I think, with Cameron Grimes, I think, on this episode as well. You know, I feel like they're just trying to build these guys up, get, the, get them, like, you know, some sort of names, but um, I don't feel it up with something better, man. Like, I'm sick of seeing Raul Mendoza, this guy, just tries super hard getting slapped every freaking week. Yeah. Um, seeing guys of the squash matches, though, that was my favorite, because I think it went, like, seven minutes, Mendoza good. has some good offense. Yeah, Mendoza's great. Mendoza's good at putting putting guys over, because Mendoza has a lot of those matches. He's been doing that for a while, though. Yeah, he's been doing that for a while. But um, uh, but the Rhea Ripley match, Rhea Ripley's great. You know, she's absolutely great. Um, but I, and I think she was supposed to be in that title picture, if I'm not mistaken. But then it this was whole weird. She came out to confront Baszler. A yeah, few weeks and then nothing ago. happened to that. If I'm not mistaken, the, she wasn't in the number one contenders match either. She wasn't in that fatal four way. She was not. No. Oh my gosh. Okay, so that's very interesting. So I feel like they 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 um they switched this whole thing around. So it's very interesting. So now how see how that's gonna play out. Uh, Candice Ray now in that uh slot. Question to you guys though. So we're in, you know, the second week of this um, NXT going live. No Johnny Gargano, no Tommaso Ciampa. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, the Gargano's absence is really weird. He is probably the face of NXT. He is. Uh, it was really, really weird. I think, yeah, next week he's versing, um, he has a match against Shane Thorne, of all people, with almost zero build. There's no build on to the it. Stack takeover S card. Was there a promo? A few promos, right? Or like a, a like a one promo about the match, or just Gargano in general? So yeah, the whole promo with that was um the the, the whole the whole entire backstory of this match is when Gargano came out. The the whole like um oh um I think I'm gonna go. I think this is the, I think it's the end of NXT. Is my end of. End of my reign or career in NXT. And then Shane Thorne's like, all Mark right. Mark Henry fake out. Yeah, the Mark Henry fake out. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but then Shane Thorne's like, all right, now get the hell out of here. And, sh- and then, But then uh, Gargano reveals, no, I'm staying. And he just killed uh, Shane Thorne. So I feel like that's the whole book in that match. I think Gargano's going to slap the hell out of Shane Thorne. Yeah. I really hope if that happens. I don't think happens, it'll be a squash match. But the thing is, this is just me fantasy booking here. But this is happening on the first show of. This is happening on the head-to-head show, right? And there's going to be a reason, like, on a takeover card, you're going to have Johnny Gargano and Shane Thorne, right? And I feel like there's got to be something more than just Johnny Gargano and Shane Thorne. I feel like what better show for Tommaso Ciampa to return than on the head-to-head show? Is he ready to come back? He is. Uh, There is contradictory reports. Uh, I think one, Sean Ross is saying he's clear. Dave is saying he isn't, so... We'll have to see. Actually, Dave, did hopefully we might. Yeah, we I don't, should I, get an appearance. Personally, I don't by him. think he's anywhere close. Dude, have you seen this guy's like Instagram? Like, you see what he's been doing in his gym. Like, he looks, he's, he's freaking ready, man. Like, I don't know. I mean, the whole leak document as well, saying that he's good for end of August, early September. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be at all like um, sad to see you know him in there, even if he's not in a title feud. You know, like him finish that, finish that match with Johnny. Just have that match, and you know. But yeah, you know we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. Okay, so I think. Do you wanna move on to? We'll just quickly recap the rest of the show. Uh, Only Lorkin and Birch versus Everrise. Yeah. Everrise. They're actually f- the former 3.0, so they're a really good tag team. They were working WWE style tag matches here, where you just put them in a chin lock and do some back body drops. That was really weird. Uh, I hope they do better. 
Trevor Lee versus Mendoza. We talked about that. Lee won via stomp. His name is Trevor Lee. Cameron Grimes, bro. Trevor Lee, okay. And then we had the six man, Kushida, and the fashion police. Breezango. Versus uh, the yes, jobbers of Imperium. I've been for that also return. Marcel Barthel. Uh, I have opinions about Kushida's career choices. But I was just I was hyped for Brizango's return. Dude, I love Brizango. I think Blow's too harsh on Brizango. Brizango's pretty good, and now they're actually getting some time. No, to show I love Brizango. I just don't want Kushida at their level. Okay, look, all I'm saying is they're setting up a Walter versus Kushida match, and if you're not excited for that, I think something's wrong with you. If Walter Kushida at any takeover, that is going to be absolutely insane. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you watch. This is going to be absolutely a banger. I would rather watch Kushida and Osprey. Okay, right, but then Kushida and Walter is going to be a great match. Osprey's not on the, on the next team. No, I get it. That match is going to be good. I am glad they're building up for it, but uh, looking at the last six months, I don't think they have big plans for Kushida, and he's uh, it's almost a guarantee he's not getting paid as much as he was in New Japan, and I am questioning what he's I doing I think he here. might be getting paid more. There's no way he's making more in NXT than what he was in New Japan. Really? He was, a, he was the face of the junior division in New Japan for a long time. Okay, but what I'll say is, like, okay, imagine if Shinsuke stayed in, you know, NXT. Most NXT guys, by the way, are making less than 100K. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, that, that, I, I saw that on the, the old, yeah, that's report, which is kind of crazy, but I feel like once this TV report, I mean, the, the TV is already in place, but I hope these guys, you know, get raises because, you know, they bust your ass. But the thing is, you know, they're not having, uh, a, lot of, a lot of people say, oh, on the, on the main roster, they're working a lot more. You know, on um, NXT, I think the house shows are very uh, less now as well. Yeah, so that, well, that's a story to track for the next little while. And then let's get into, we've talked about NXT next week, right? Yep. They are going to try to smother AEW mm. as soon as it comes out. Speaking the AEW w. show is also pretty stacked. So we're going to open up with, the rumors are going to open up with Cody and Sammy Guevara. I think that match is actually be a pretty good, uh, pretty good way for Sammy Guevara to get his name on the map. Uh, I think yeah, I mean, I don't know who Sammy is. Yeah, but... Uh, he does some vlogs that are really good. I would definitely... His vlogs? He does vlogs. They're actually really good. I've been watching them for a, since basically since he got announced at EW. He's a great guy. Uh, great wrestler, too. The plan, according to Dave Meltzer, is they're going to do a blow-away match. They want exciting action right before the first commercial break. So that's going to be something to look forward to. Then we have MJF versus Brendan Cutler. Uh, hopefully this is the murder of Brendan Cutler. Yeah, I haven't seen, like, MJF wrestle that many matches, but I can just tell by, his, I think, his promo, what he does, his Twitter game. like, Dude, he is the best heel in wrestling at the yeah, moment. his like, heel game no. is really strong. So hopefully he gets put over with that. His tweet about uh, Dungeons & Dragons blew up. <laughs> All the casual fans, like, I think I had, like, a lot of replies, people just talking shit to him. Oh, that's sick. Okay, and uh, Rose versus Riho. So for the women's uh, title, so I know uh, well, you may have some views on this. I am a very big fan of Rio, but I don't think she's going to be the first uh, women's title. Uh, I champion. hope she is. I think she's a better wrestler than Nyla Rose. Yeah, I, 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 I would have to agree with you there, but the thing is, I feel like um, the way that AEW's um, basing their champions or the debut champions, you know, you have Chris Jericho over Hangman Page. Not the fact that you know Jericho is better than Hangman Page in the you know wrestling sense, but the fact that you know Jericho is a household name. I know Nyla Rose isn't a household name, but you have Nyla Rose or Rio. I mean, you know, per personally, like, as an American, I, I want the you know first what I mean? Matt, I'm not yeah. trying to be any, like, you know, saying any stereotypes or anything oh, like okay, that. Okay. But I'm saying, like, as like, an American champion who, who can, you know, have a good, you know, mic skills, et cetera, et cetera, maybe, maybe appeal to, like, that, that casual base that they're actually going for as well. Personally, I would have had the first match be uh, Britt Baker versus B. Pishley. That would have been a blow away, great feud. They're still doing the feud, but I just wish it was for the title. That would add a lot of uh, prestige to the title. I think they can add prestige regardless, though. All right, so uh, the next match we have on the card, uh, Adam or Paige versus Pac. Yeah, dude. So I mean, like, okay, so we're we're obviously excited for this match. We asked the people that are following us on Instagram, and if you're not following us already, this is follow our follow us. So cheap plug right here, D Gen Z podcast Good on stuff. Instagram. Good stuff. And the poll we asked was who's gonna win, and the results are sixty four percent said. Pack is gonna win. I would have to 100 percent agree with that. 36 percent said Hangman Page. Because the whole thing with Pac. I think yeah, I think Pac's being built up really heavily. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so is Hangman. And, no, and but, like, okay, the thing with that is, you know how Pac's being super senty about <laughs> the way he's being booked and stuff like that? I feel like Pac anymore, needs this man. more I'm than... I'm pretty sure he has a deal now. He's, he's set. Yeah? I, I feel like Pac would need this a little bit more, because I think you're, you're going to super no, hype No, I Pac. think Hangman needs it, but Pac getting it would be better. Because I feel like, okay, this is my 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 sort of viewpoint to this. I think Pac's going to be the next challenger for the... Uh, AW champion after after Cody after Cody I think Cody's gonna lose 100%. yeah I think Cody's losing I think Cody's losing at full gear and then after that um you need another credible superstar to get, my get thing there is Pac just beat Kenny Omega he cannot lose to that's Hangman. What, exactly exactly my point you know that, that that builds on that you know what I mean and and that's gonna be a crazy good match if you have a guy that beat Hangman Page that beat who was in the first AW champion match beat Kenny Omega one of the best wrestlers in the world so that gives enough credibility to you like hey that guy could probably win the um, AW championship did you guys watch the first uh, pack Hangman I think it was on YouTube oh the one that happened the, in that. British house show. Uh, yeah, like, they uh, had to do that. Yeah, no, I heard it was really good. I didn't watch mess. it. I didn't watch it. Was it was quite good. Yeah. It was quite. It was like sixteen-ish minutes. Yeah. And they did the DQ finish. And they killed uh, Adam Page after it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is gonna be a crazy good match. Yeah. Possibly, this is gonna be the best match that night. That I I would have to agree with you. I think work rate wise, like that's that's definitely gonna be it. Because I don't know if the six man tag is gonna get that long. So what else we got on the card With there? The six, yeah, yeah, so we also have John Moxley is going to be there. I'm guess assuming they said John Moxley appears, so I'm guessing that's a promo. That's probably just a promo. I feel like I don't know if he's cleared yet. Is he? Um, that's a very good point. Yeah, I don't think so. So yeah, probably just a promo. Probably make, maybe like starting a feud with someone. I, like, I, to like, be very honest know? with you, I think it's gonna be like uh, him talking about Kenny and the re- like and c- getting back at Kenny because we we saw Kenny had that promo. Yeah, Kenny's been going off on Moxley for a long time with the being the elites and stuff. Uh, also, did you guys see this week's uh, Omega, his response to Djokovic? Bro, what do you call Dominic Dickhead or something? Donovan, <laughs> Donovan, Dickhead. Donovan Dickhead. That killed me. That I mean, was, what a problem. I love it. It's so funny, man. Like, I know, I, I know, like, when he, like, these are both, People like, got characters. heated when he made those comments. Dominic Dijak got heated. Character. Like, come on. Like, this is yeah, a character. Yeah, if you're a wrestler, you can't get worked like that, man. As he said, wrestlers are bigger marks than the marks themselves. <laughs> so, you know, my yeah, wrestlers with his fake burner accounts, as we talked about. Should have been calling him Donovan Dickhead. Donovan Dickhead. Easier to say. Don- Yo, why did he add the Kovic? You know exactly. I mean? Dijak's a sick name. Dijak's a crazy sick name. Donovan Dickhead's an even better name. I, I yeah, maybe I may I feel like that might be disputed a little bit, but you know we'll see we'll see. But yeah, I feel like it's gonna be a good promo for uh, John Moxley when he's there. And then for the last match, we have the Elite versus Chris Jericho and two mystery partners. Lex. Lex. What are they going by now? That's what I'm. That's one of my. They, I hope they. Uh, they can they go by sent, uh, They. We don't know. Because obviously it's going to be Santana Ortiz. doesn't mean their Impact, name, right? Impact, with Broken Matt Hardy, Impact did that thing where you're allowed to yeah, use your gimmick. But I feel like you think Cal's... I mean, I don't know. They were calling them Santana and Ortiz. They were. They weren't calling them LAX whatsoever. So, I mean, yeah. regardless, like, there are guys that... like was chanting LAX. They will, and I feel like they're still going to chant LAX, but I feel like there are uh, a couple guys that no matter what, they'll put on... They'll have the same character regardless. They're going to yeah. be like, known for the same badassery that and they're the known Bucks for. And the Bucks and Omega are known for like their absolute crazy six-mans. They've had five-star matches that are six-man tags. Do Absolutely. not underestimate this match. Not I know all. WWE doesn't do this, this style of main event at all. Yeah. But this, this is star power in this match. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and we know how good of a team that LAX is. I think we watched um, live that, um, uh, remember at Rebel. I, it wasn't Samba versus. It was actually this year. Rebellion, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pentagon Phoenix versus LAX. And that ladder match. Yeah, wow. Crazy. Absolutely match. wow. But and yeah. yeah, that's the AEW card. Uh, is this the biggest wrestling week in twenty years? I think it is. I believe so. You have, you know, we've had weeks with crazy shows, but we've never had something this historic. This is gonna yeah. be remembered for there's a gonna long be, time. There's gonna be there's there's a lot in store for us fans. You know? Yeah, I mean, you have, you know, an NXT TakeOver basically, you know, NXT albeit. TakeOver, you got the debut of AEW Absolutely. on live TV. And then you got SmackDown moving to Fox. The, you mean the season premiere. The season of premiere of Raw and SmackDown. Okay, okay, can I just say this? If this is a season premiere, that was a really shady season finale last week. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they didn't do, sh- they didn't do they Jack Hall. Like, it wasn't, like, good. It was all, like, it wasn't really built too much, you know? Yeah, like what? Like, sh- like I think we're gonna get into it a bit. But you had your main baby face look like an absolute geek, oh scared of a guy in a mask. Dude, man, watch out, man. He's fingering everybody, man. Like, you gotta be watch out. He's, he's stop, he's, bro. He's strobing too, bro. That's what I'm gonna call his finisher now. The fingering. <laughs> the fingering. And I'm like, what do you what do you guys think about um uh, next week on on Raw? It's gonna be um the main the main event and going to that real quick. Uh, talking about Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins. Yeah, so it's a pretty big card. Here's my theory about Rollins and Ray. So I think they're stuck in a corner doing this Fiend versus Rollins thing. You don't want to take the, t- you don't want to beat Rollins, but you also don't want to beat the Fiend. Sorry, you don't want to put the title on uh, the, fiend. the Fiend. You also don't want to beat him. I think Ray's gonna win it. 
They still do the match at Hell in a Cell, and then Fiend wins that without, and he doesn't win the title. This is a way to get out of it. Why not? Why not make Ray? Oh, the like you're talking about Wyatt is gonna make Ray's gonna be the champion, and Ray's then Wyatt the is gonna be Seth. And it's no, no, yeah, it's gonna be Seth and Fiend still in the Hell in a Cell. It's in the Hell in a Cell. You have Fiend win then, so that's a way to get out of putting the title on the Fiend. Because I think if you put the title on the Fiend right now, he has to it's be a champion early. for a year. It's too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too early for a short feud. I think he can do a long, long reign though. While I agree with you guys that the Fiend should obviously in, uh, end up holding the title, but I don't, I really don't think Ray's gonna win this match. Yeah, I don't th- like. I don't know. Uh, my 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 uh, sort of like um, hypothesis to what's gonna happen here is Ray's gonna get freaking fingered, bro. Like this is what's gonna happen. Like you know, like <laughs> I'm gonna be, be real with you right now. Uh, no, I, I I'll be real with you. Like the lights are gonna go off, Ray's gonna- and then uh, Keith Lee's gonna come out and get it on the BBC. <laughs> Oh my god, man! Oh my god, we're terrible. So I'm saying we're Generation Z kids. What do you expect from Generation us? Generation Z kids, yeah, that's literally what we are right now. It's the guy who named his finisher the BBC. That it's his fault. <laughs> yeah, don't kill me, man. But um, but yeah, no. But to be very real, I think Bray's gonna come out. He's gonna mandible claw the hell out of Ray. Uh, DQ, no finish. Then he's gonna like maybe finger Seth Rollins if he's feeling it, and then that's gonna be he's it. Feeling it? He's <laughs> feeling it. All right, so we all started. We're going to have new sets, uh, the new logo, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. And Pyro's back. Pyro's back? According to Dave Meltzer this morning, Pyro's back. Yes. Uh, we have new commentators as well, Vic Joseph and Jerry the King Lawler, as well as... Uh, the guy from 205. Dio Madden. Yeah. yeah, Vic Joseph's from 205. We also have Dio Madden. No, he al- he's also from 205. Or is it from... He's NXT? been doing it for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you, I've never heard him. I like, what do you guys think about him? I don't know. Who are you talking about, Vic Joseph or Dio? Dio. Uh, Dio, I mean, I, I, I don't watch 205, obviously. Vic is good. On a regular basis. But Vic is good. I know because um, Vic's been there for a while. He's been doing a lot of things for a while. Yeah. Vic's solid. Uh, Dio is a pretty decent uh, color guy. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of, like, that, that third man that just brings some color to the table, like, I feel like he's, like near Saxton level of, like, you know, quality. Yeah. Um, he brings some insightful stuff into it. I, like, um, yeah, you know, not too bad, not too bad. And on SmackDown, the commentary team is uh, Michael Cole, unfortunately, uh, Corey Graves and Renee Young. And also Lawler apparently is temporary. They're looking for someone else. What happened to Tom Phillips and Byron Saxton? Dude, yeah, I, well, that's crazy because Phillips is so good. Like, I, I, I really like Tom like, Phillips. Yeah, I think he's about better than Michael Cole. You know, like personally speaking, Michael Cole is pretty annoying. That is a very, very low bar. Michael Cole is the worst commentator in the history of wrestling. You think I, so? I bet you disagree. How has he been here for like 20 years? No, no, Michael's good, but he's too much. Who's worse? So, I'm talking about worst commentators. We're looking at. Honestly, man, like, I don't. Maybe a lot of people might hate me for this, but JR, man. JR is not good. Just play by play anymore. Yeah, he's not good. He's not Michael Cole bad, though. If Michael Cole's doing AEW commentary, I'm watching on mute. Okay, no, at the end of the day, at least, at least uh, Michael has some emotion. But Jerry, like, Jerry doesn't know what's going on. I mean, not Jerry, sorry. Uh, Jim, Jim Ross, he doesn't know what's going on anymore. It's, it's sad, man. It's seeing, like, it's like, okay, let me put it this way. It's seeing, like, the take, it's seeing, it's seeing, like, Undertaker wrestle. You know what I mean? It's just, like, no, I love you, but stop. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's past your time, please. You don't know what's happening anymore. You know, a lot of the guys that you get, you just talk shit about JR. You're going to catch a lot of heat for that, man. JR, love him for his past work. He is not good in AEW. That It is what it is. Excalibur so much better. Just have Excalibur and uh, Golden Boy in there. You're going to have Tony Schiavone. Apparently, that is going to be the team uh, for next week. JR, Excalibur, and Toby Sh- Tony Schiavone is re-debuting as commentator. So that's going to be interesting. He was the voice of WCW for a long time. That's pretty cool. I feel like that commentary team is gonna be pretty cool, especially like uh, Tony Schiavone um, being the main voice of WCW when it was a Nitro versus Raw days. I feel like he brings a lot to the table, and I think he brings a lot of those casual fans back who used to watch WCW and stop watching wrestling as a whole. So, oh yeah, like and they just they you know flip up on the channel, see this, and they recognize that voice. They're like, hey, I know Jr. This is a plus point having Jr. I know the Jr. voice. I know the Tony Schiavone voice. Excalibur is a good uh, refresher in there. And I'm sorry if it made anybody sad about Jr. I love Jr. Okay, but, if you're gonna you know, talk about someone that's worse than Michael Cole, I'm gonna have to say JBL. <laughs> JBL's a joker. I JBL he has his moments though. He's not cringe all the time. Michael Cole's cringe all the, the time. Twenty four seven, seven eleven, everything. As our yeah. truth would say, everything. All right. Um, we're kind of sh- running short on time, so we'll just we'll just well. quickly go over the Raw as well. We have uh Hogan and Flair on Miss TV. What? Yep. And Lesnar makes an appearance. Uh, 
Lesnar just comes suplex someone. Jobber tag team versus jobber tag team for the jobber tag team championships. Uh, (laughs) What? Oh, are you you excited to see Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler versus Heavy Machinery? Dude, of course, man. Freaking Otis is worm. Heavy Machinery. Dude, Heavy Machinery is good, man. Yes, I've unfortunately seen them. Bro, they're entertaining, bro. Come on, giving them too much. I I I appreciate them. them as you know. Champions over over Bobby Roode and Ziggler. What the hell are they, man? They just brought, like forcefully put together to be transition champions. Well, when the bar is uh, Roode and Ziggler, sure, I love having Missionary best tag team in the world. They should be the champions over uh, those two, but I don't know. Neither should be champion at this point. Uh, on SmackDown as well, just quickly, we're really short on time. We have Stone Cold, Hogan, Goldberg, Lita, Trish Stratus, Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, Jerry the King Waller. Sting, Booker T, and Mark Henry. Of those names, how many do you actually care for? Care for Austin. Austin, probably, yeah. Austin's always uh, the only draw that I really care, I care for. care for Lito. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lito, as you mentioned, your favorite superstar of that thing. Uh, uh, I care for... Uh, that's pretty that's much it. Pretty much it. I'm like, yo, one thing I'll say is like, they, they bring back the same people they've been bringing back. I think, Blah, you mentioned earlier, like the same people. Like, it's like the thir- third time in the last few months, three months or whatever, that we've seen the same people. And I'm like, you're losing that value. And the second time Austin showed up, which was, I bet, I think a couple weeks ago, Raw, the reigning did shit. Raw? Raw reunion? No, the uh, the one after, just two weeks ago, he was doing the contract signing with uh, Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, the rating for that was one of the worst in history. I think it was the sixth lowest Raw ever. Wow. So you're burning out Hogan. There was also Monday Night Football, but still, two million viewers with Austin. That's really bad. Uh, but yeah, th- that nostalgia does not appeal to fans like us. Like not anymore, at least. Yeah, not anymore. Especially after you've seen them all a bunch of times. Goldberg, I'm kind of excited for because I think he's gonna be involved in the storyline. You think so? Yeah, I think they're trying to use Goldberg as like this big badass, but we'll have to wait and see. We also have Kofi versus Brock Lesnar. Who's winning that? Kofi. What? What? Brock in f- what? three yeah, minutes, bro. Brock in three minutes. Definitely gonna be. I think it's gonna be Lesnar. Nah. Hundred percent. There's no way I see Kofi coming out of that. I'm like, Lesnar's gonna calm. Lesnar's gonna slap the shit out of Kofi. <laughs> He's gonna just take the title, and we're not gonna see it on TV for. What like, if it's Kofi wins, wins cause Goldberg interferes? What? Setting Goldberg. I don't think anyone wants to see Goldberg Brock again. Nah. Though. The only thing that'll make me hate SmackDown more is another Goldberg and Brock story. I want to hate SmackDown more. I was excited one. for this because I thought it was gonna be like a new era for the. Younger guys for the actual wrestlers that appear. Yeah. I don't like that their whole this this is a nostalgia show. Yeah, I mean like I and then I don't know, you say you're saying about Goldberg, man. I really am not. Like I don't think Goldberg can put on a decent match to save he his life. To do the stuff he did with Ziggler. That's perfect. What do you mean? Who's he gonna keep squashing? Like he just speared Ziggler like six tennis. Okay. Uh Flair Becky versus Sasha Bailey. Yeah, this is their this is not the first time they had a match. I think they just had it on Raw, I believe. Yeah, I'm so excited. Last day, it's a good story going on between the two. Now the top match, it's gonna be Owens versus Shane in the ladder match. And I believe if Owens wins, he's reinstated. If Shane wins, none of that bullshit uh, contract suing and shit like that. Yeah, just have a straight. So what was the point of the SummerSlam match? Absolutely nothing. So the point of this match, like the stakes are so weird because like as yeah, Kevin Owens gets reinstated, but then Shane Owens gets fired if KO wins. But then, I, I don't get it. If Shane wins, what happens? So, like, KO's gone and there's no contract. I don't know, man. It's The story's getting a little bit convoluted. I just want I just want to stop seeing Shane on my t- television screen, so I hope KO just puts him to bed. Okay. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much it. We covered right on time. Uh, so, before we end off, I just want to say thank you guys, whoever's listening. Uh, follow us on our Instagram, DGenZ Podcast. Uh, follow us on our Twitter which should also be D-Generation Z podcast. We just made it. All All right. right, Perfect. Thank you guys for listening, and that's a wrap. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.